This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Least. On today's episode, we are back with our series, Dead on Arrival, first-timers watch The Walking Dead. This week, we review Season 5. But first, got to thank our sponsor, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of any kind of audiobook of any kind of genre, check out Audible today. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash larry twenty one and you can get a free audiobook of your choice. And without further ado, let's dive right in. I'm here in both defense and condemnation of the Walking Dead seasonal format. In the pros column, I like the 8 and 8 split, and allows for essentially two separate compact stories to be told, with even a chance for splits among the respective half-seasons, as in the first half of Season 5 in both involved the cannibals and the cops. The back half involved the open road and Alexandria. So the fragmentation allows us to actually separate more easily the stuff we like from the stuff we don't. I can say of the first eight season five episodes, I enjoyed the Terminus escape and the cannibal stuff, but not so much on the whole Atlanta hospital storyline. We can compartmentalize. <clears throat> Excuse me. Having said that, the splits don't exactly help the season flow well. Walking Dead often feels disjointed, and that has to do with these separate location-based stories going head-to-head with a giant ensemble cast. Still, Season 5 gave us the show's best material so far. We can argue and debate over whether or not there was actually a quickened pace or more shocking moments compared to past seasons. But the truth of the matter remains, this show is at its best when it follows the comics, in terms of big arcs. More or less tweaks here and there. When it tries to do its own thing, which I'm not against, it often falters. Not always, of course. Last season's The Grove stood somewhere alone. And this year's What Happened and What's Going On and Spend gave us some truly memorable, traumatic deaths. Both handled very differently, and both of those were original offerings. Walking Dead comics are not usually delivers on scares, thrills, and intense death trap scenarios. And in the case of Tyrese's death, dreamlike poignancy. But when it comes to a big original arc, Beth's story with the Atlanta cops fell short. Filled with textbook dumb decisions and wonky payoffs, it reminded us of a lot of what's bugged us about the show over the first four seasons. Muddled motivations, frustratingly avoidable dangers, and unearned moments of sacrifice. We never knew how many cops there were. Why Don shifted back and forth between wanting to change her whole situation and wanting to stop Beth, 
or why Beth decided to attack Don with a weak stab, knowing that it would probably cause everyone to open fire on each other. The arc aside, though, Season 5 held some of the show's best episodes to date, along with the two I mentioned already. The Guns Blazing season premiered, delivered big, and Carol's transformation into a Daryl-level badass became one of the best parts of the season. Her refreshing, dependable, no-nonsense approach to the apocalypse never surpassed the beautiful, crowd-pleasing violence she wrought in the premiere. But she remained stealthily cold and calculated while comically undercover in it in Alexandria. There you go. Carol's a good example of straying from the comic books done right. A new take on a character which began back in Season 4 and really launched in the aforementioned The Grove. Terminus worked. Gareth worked as a calm douchebag monster. Carol and Daryl's trek to Delaida worked. And Alexandria worked. Some of the middle ground involved Gabriel who started off interesting but then spiraled into nonsense and Eugene confessing that there was no cure, which was compelling, but also came with some slow scenes involving Glenn, Rosita, and Tara. The second half of the season started off a little murky, mostly I'd say because season four's mid-season started off so similarly, with Rick and the rest reeling from a big tragedy and forced out onto the road to Sullivan scavenge. In fact, it would have played a lot better had it not felt so much like a retread. The only thing truly saying it was fact that our heroes were facing their lowest point to date. So whereas they'd been adrift before, they've never been this adrift. And like I've mentioned, I'm okay with this as long as it's the last time we ever saw them like this. Make it count. The Alexandria story worked really well though, and while it may not have stuck the landing season finale-wise, at least the story's still going on. They're still in Alexandria. It's their new home. They weren't forced to flee after only a few episodes, so while Conquer missed a few marks as a finale, it wasn't the end of the Alexandria arc. With Alexandria not only came Aaron, a great character who really jumped down at us after only one episode, but it helped feed into the dark transformation that Rick had been undergoing all season. Post-Terminus, Rick went wild, with intense decision-making, a quality he once condemned in both Shane and Carol. Now he was plotting to overthrow the town with Carol because the current citizens were all too weak and pampered. And while Rick ironically seemed to be on his way to becoming a governor-type character, the thing he'd grown to hate, the Alexandrines came with their own faults. They weren't just weak, they were dangerous, unsupportive, arrogant cowards. And the fact that they both sides were wrong made for some great drama. Rick may have shaved and showered, but he was still out there on the road and he entered Alexandria with the intent on claiming certain things in mind, from the guns, to the girl, to the town itself. So what's our verdict? The Walking Dead mostly gave us great stuff this season. Everyone found themselves spiritually lost and broken, while Rick remained resolute and brutal, which thusly made picturesque, too-good-to-be-true Alexandria such a great bubbling cauldron of trouble and turmoil. Let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. What did you think of Season 5 of The Walking Dead? As always, um, give us a thumbs up if you like our video, subscribe to the channel for even more content, and smash that bell button to be notified of future videos. As always, if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring new hosts, be able to pay them, and hopefully one day take this show on the road. 
As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search The Cinema Gold Show. As always, you can find us on Good Pods. Check us out on Good Pods and leave us a review. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching The Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show.